Hi there, and welcome to Hiking the Highlands, a podcast dedicated to all things fun and fascinating about the trails in our region of southwestern Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Josh Byers. Throughout this series, we'll be exploring not only the great outdoors, but the people connected to the pathways in the Laurel Highlands. So lace up your hiking boots and let's go. All right, today I am joined by Paulette Baker and Ron Chawley of the Laurel Highlands Historical Village, and they represent the Honan Avenue hiking trail, hiking and biking trail. And today we're going to do something a little different from our normal kind of podcast uh, setup because the weather has just been insane lately. You know, it's hot, it's cold, things freeze, it snows, it rains, it's 50 degrees that it's a mess. So we're actually in the Tribune Democrat office and I've got these two here and they're gonna tell us all about, uh, you know, about this trail. So hi guys, thanks so much for being here. Hi Josh, thanks for having us. Absolutely. So I know a little bit about, uh, you know, about the trail. I know that it was a municipal road uh, that kind of fell into disrepair. And we're we're talking over in Minersville, right? You have to go through Cambria City, across the bridge, into Minersville. Mm -hmm. And it's a little, almost an alleyway in between houses. And you drive up and there's kind of a little parking area there with signage and it, the last time I was, uh, you know, I was up there was right after a snow. It looks like people are still driving on the road. Yeah, driving as as well as walking and hiking and, um, you know, uh, using it as for a transportation, uh, you know, to and from some uh, farms back there. And oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, th- so this is just a multi-use road. Like, yes, you know, yes. Or pathway, I guess. Multi-use pathway. Okay. We'll cover the history here in a little bit. Basically, Honan Avenue years ago. Uh, after the 77 flood, it actually washed out. Oh, really? And then the Corps came in, and they actually they actually took the road, and they rehabbed it. Um, and then around, oh, I'd say around the year 2000, or before that, 1990, mm-hmm. an individual bought uh, Benchoff Hill. At that point, he had the city um, put gates up to stop the use of vehicles on the road, which oh, is really? kind of odd. And then we came along, and we basically asked the city, said, look, it's already gated. Let's build a hiking trail mm-hmm. um, to be part of the Riverwalk uh, development. Yeah, and that it makes was sense. an extension at the time. Ron Repack was there, okay. and it was an extension of the Riverwalk. Um, we had put, you'll, we'll talk about it more later, but we have put so much work into it. Um, Everything from picking up truckloads of garbage to right. I had read on your site that at one point, like people were using it as an illegal dump, and mm-hmm. like that's right. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. So, so you guys helped clean that up. Well, Josh, it took us uh, at least before we could have it back to being a hiking trail. Uh, it took us at least four years. Um, wow. And we had a lot of help, um, but there was uh, there was everything on that trail from construction dumps to uh, uh, deer carcasses, uh, garbage, diapers, you name it. And it, it it was four years of hard work cleaning all that up. Uh, waste management from up Jackson Township mm-hmm. was nice enough to uh, take dump truck loads of tires off of that trail. So uh, it it was not it was not a quick or easy job to uh, clean it up to make it, uh, you know, viable usable, for yeah. hiking. Yeah. So when did you, what year did you guys start on this? It would have been around 2001. 
Okay. Wow, so you're up here at your 20-year anniversary of the Honan Avenue Trail. Well, I'm sorry. We were founded in 2001. I'm going to say around 2010 time frame. Okay. So we've been at it now for about 10, 11 years. About 10 years, wow. 11, yes. Wow. So, hey, that's just it, as impressive. Well, well in the South yeah. Port, too. I've been advocating this for years in Johnstown. A lot of people, um, you know, will just take their trash. Mm -hmm. They're too cheap to pay a garbage fee. Mm -hmm. So instead, they just throw it in their car, and they take it up, and they dump it. And they take it to wherever you know, they and can. And Honan Avenue is not the only place in town where garbage is just being dumped. Right. People are dumping trash in the river. I mean, mm -hmm. so I see it all over the city, but, you know, our goal is to keep our trail at least as clean as possible, mm -hmm. and I, it's it's like clockwork. Every every spring, I'll go up there, and there'll be bags of garbage because yeah. people find it easy for them just to throw it there. You know, it's, they know you're going to clean it up. Exactly right. <laughs> oh man, but so so how uh, how long is this trail? You know, it starts in Minersville there, and it goes up to the Hingston Run Reservoir. Honan Avenue Trail is three point five miles long. Okay. On the bottom, and also you talked about the turnaround, okay? We encourage people don't park there. Okay. Because that's a turnaround area for the people who live there. Oh, okay. okay so we have a parking lot at the beginning of Honan Avenue where Iron Street is. Mm -hmm. There's a little parking area there. They can park there and just walk up the trail. Okay. Um, it's 3.5 miles long, and it is now part of the Loop Trail, which was created by us and Cambria County Conservation. Okay, you were telling me a little right. bit about this on the phone. Right, and we'll be talking more about this, but basically, in, in short, it goes up Honan Avenue, uh, across the bridge, mm -hmm. okay, which is still gated, but you can cross it by walking across. And that's and the bridge it, up there by the reservoir, right? right it crosses right, the spillway? Right, Okay. and then it parallels the dam. It goes up to 271, mm -hmm. crosses 271, mm -hmm. Down Mineral Point Road, and then okay. it connects on to the uh, Tunnel Trail. Okay, yeah, I know exactly you where you're Johnson, at there. Right. Yeah. It, that's 15.5 miles, the total loop. Okay. And we have a lot of people who bike that, an awful lot. I mean, it's just amazing how many people that's awesome. have called me and said, wow, this is really great. Yeah. Now, the Loop Trail, in essence, the city of Johnstown, they're still trying to work out the details as to where it will circumvent the city. Okay. Basically, we said, look, hey, here, we're not going to spend a lot of time arguing about it. The loop trail is done. Mm -hmm. We've, we said, look. You already said done. it. it like... Yeah. It took two minutes to decide it, okay? <laughs> we're done. It's done in place. Now all they have to do is decide where it's going to run through the city, yep. and then we're going to have maps made showing people, you know, the trail. Right. But uh, we have a lot okay. of people from Pittsburgh, Erie, uh, Cleveland, who come to Johnstown just to hike our trails. So it makes me feel good that we're actually bringing people to mm -hmm. the city. Yeah. And, you know, Josh, uh, one of the reasons that, uh, you know, our group uh, started this trail, t you know, to work on it and get the trail actually, uh, uh, you know, in shape so that people would enjoy it was uh, years ago as a child, I myself would, uh, our family would, would drive it on the, on the way to church oh, on really? Sundays. And uh, I thought I, some, I know that uh, you guys had a dedication there yes. a few years ago. And I read about that. Yes. And, and as a child, I can remember sometimes we'd stop on a, on a beautiful day and see the waterfall. Mm -hmm. And our family would actually stop and get out of the car and watch the waterfall for a while. Yep. Sometimes there'd be a natural rainbow there, you know. Yeah. And, and there was no trash in those days. Yeah. It was just beautiful, beautiful view of the city when 
you know, when you'd come around the turn and um, uh, just uh, a beautiful environment. There's a beaver dam there. Right. That, uh, actually, there were, there were a group of citizens that actually started a club there that, oh, no that was uh, watching the, uh, beaver, the beaver dam and, and you know, uh, uh, taking pictures of it and going there at night. So the trail wasn't always, uh, like I said, it, it, it was beautiful. Then it became a garbage dump, mm-hmm. and now right. we're you trying to make it beautiful it. again. Yeah, and that's for for our listeners here. So, like I said, the trail starts in in Minersville, and it goes up through the Hingston Run Valley up to the Hingston Run Reservoir, which is in East Taylor Township. And where uh, Ron said, if you follow up uh, Hingston Run Road, right. it comes out right beside the East Taylor Township Municipal Building. If you go down the road beside that, you end up in Mineral Point, where you can get on to the Path of the Flood Trail, and then that will take you into Franklin Borough, which then connects through Woodbell to the city. And you can just, like he said, this big loop. So that is really cool, and I'm, I'm so glad that you guys got involved with this to really right. kind of no. rehabilitate such an interesting mm-hmm. area, especially with the history connected to this trail. Ah, oh, history. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Josh, you know, probably the most infamous event in the history of Johnstown concerning racial relations um, occurred on August 30th mm-hmm. of 1923. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was actually a shootout down there in the Rosedale neighborhood that involved um, the death of a black man by the name of Robert Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, allegedly wanted for murder in Alabama. That's never been made clear. Mm-hmm. But uh, due to a, uh, a jealousy problem with his uh, girlfriend, right, right. Uh, there was a shootout. Because right. he, he got into a shootout with the police, right? He actually yes. He, yes. he ended up killing four policemen, well, right? Well, yes. The story goes that uh, he had gone up to Franklin with a friend. Uh, and they were drinking, some, right? Some, some moonshine along yeah. with some drugs. Uh, came back to find his girlfriend's uh, boyfriend that was cheating on mm-hmm. him supposedly, and uh, they hit a telephone pole and got into a shootout with uh, police, which were dispatched. Three officers were shot, uh, and uh, Robert Young was killed. Okay. And uh, right, and that, that that was in the Rosedale neighborhood that, that, that doesn't Rosedale. exist anymore. But Honan Avenue actually looks down on the valley right. where it was. Yes, and fo- the, following this right. incident. Uh, the mayor of Johnstown actually uh, demanded the uh, black uh, community, as well as any Mexicans mm-hmm. coming looking for labor, along with some other minority groups, leave the area, right. leave Johnstown. Right. I know I had read it's it's they're kind of a toss-up. It, it was either if you hadn't been here for more seven than years. four years or seven years. Seven yeah. years, seven yes. Years, yeah. And uh, the heartbreaking part of it is the... Uh, the uh, black community that stayed behind. This was yeah. the religious community. These were the, yeah. the the folks that contributed to the community and had churches and, and worked hard. Well, those that stayed behind were forced to uh, live in this area of Honan Avenue. It's right about where our uh, Somerset Trust sign is. Okay. It's, it's in the Little Valley area there. And uh, uh, a Professor Miller, who was the professor of history at, Al- at what was then Allegheny College, mm-hmm. Allegheny University, said that he had been all over the country, Josh, and uh, he had seen some terrible places where African Americans were forced to live, mm-hmm. and he said that Johnstown had by far the worst yeah. conditions 
where these poor people were first forced to live. Mm. So, um, right, because they, I know that, um, so I, I actually just wrote about uh, the Rosedale School that was there because it was the right. first, and as far as anybody right. knows, the only segregated school in the city limits. Right, right. So, right. and it was it was segregated in 1917. Uh, I talked to Clea and Leah Hollis because they had actually written a book about yeah, the, did, yeah. Yeah, the Johnstown schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the, the Saga of the Johnstown Schools, I think. Right, right. And they detail that just uh, a little bit about the fact that, you know, this was a company town. These were shacks that these people lived Cardboard in. Cardboard boxes. I mean, right. if you really think about it, I want to paint the picture for people. A lot of the younger audience may be listening. Okay. Honan Avenue, Franklin Borough. These were the two plants that made the ore, mm-hmm. that make the steel, okay? And, and mind you, there was zero. <laughs> there was zero trees. We talk mm-hmm. about acid rain. I mean, it was predominant. You, you would wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. and your car would be covered in dust. <laughs> yeah, I've heard meals, those okay, stories, right? yeah. And, you know, there was a constant glowing. As a child, we camped out on Honan Avenue on a hillside. Oh, really? Middle of winter, when they would dump the ore, it was yep. so hot, it would radiate in the valley. Oh, that heat. I mean, but there was, it was basically a steel mill town, mm-hmm. you know, no concern for the environment. There was no DEP or yeah. EPA. It was like everything was being dumped into the river. Yep. River was pure yellow yep. or black. Because at that time, it was it was Cambria Iron Cambria, had a right. coke mm-hmm. plant in that yes. same valley. And from what um, uh, Clea and Leah mm-hmm. told me, um, I think it's also detailed in their book, uh, the owner, or not the owner, one of the bosses, the leadership in the, mm-hmm. in the company actually recruited black residents from the South to come work at the Coke plant mm-hmm. under the assumption that they would be more acclimated to the heat. To the heat, to yes. The heat, right? yes. yes. Yeah. You've got to remember, too, children were being utilized a lot mm-hmm. back in the day. There, there was no Before labor, child yeah. labor laws. Right, right. And we know that uh, the mind had exploded by the Point Stadium. Mm-hmm. I believe there was something like my, my relative... My grandfather had a brother who was in a mine. He was 12 years old. He was one of, I think, 34 children who died. Oh, wow. When I exploded a ballpark. We know there were children in a mine when it blew up. You know, people got to remember. I, I didn't know that. And you got to remember, Johnstown, you don't, you know, we're historically driven. We're yeah. all about history and preserving our history, okay? You know, but I call that the dark days of Johnstown. Mm-hmm. This was Mafia Central. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. It was Mafia run well into the 70s. But God love them because they, you know, they were our forefathers of yep. Johnstown. All detailed and in small time. <laughs> yeah, big time. And Johnstown was run by the steel mills, mm-hmm. okay? And they were all connected. Yep. Um, and then you had your wars going on between the steel mills, Bethlehem. And I know because there were, what, there were like water. three steel mills at one point. Right. And uh, the big thing was they were fighting over the water mm-hmm. runs, okay? Well, maybe not three. Maybe it was just the two because I, I forgot. So Cambria yeah. Iron was yeah, here. Cambria they became Iron. Cambria Steel. Yeah. And then and Bethlehem, Bethlehem bought them. Right. Yeah. And then there was one over in Moxham. I can't think of Was it U.S. Steel? US Had Steel, a plant right. here, yeah. too? Yeah. And, and uh, they go back to the Carnegie and the, the when they were fighting, the Carnegie was fighting with um, one, of the, one of the other big, whoever. Right, one know, of the other big ones. Right. It's amazing <laughs> because water was, was so critical for mm-hmm. the steel mills. I mean, that's why the plants were started here to begin with, because right. of the confluence of right. the, the Stony Creek and the Connemaw mm-hmm. Rivers. And we, and we take it back further. We have a trail at the dam site uh, named after Joseph P. Whitebee. Mm-hmm. He was one of, and we don't have a lot of information on him, but we know that the Native Americans were here long before yes. Joseph Johns, okay? And I tell people there were actually five families 
who were in Johnstown. Mm -hmm. And they weren't in the valley. They were up on the mountaintop. You had the St. Clairs, and they basically owned all of Westmont. Okay. Okay, you had other families, the Browns, who were up there. And what they were being told by the Native Americans, don't don't go down into the valley because it's bad. It mm -hmm. floods. Every year it floods, right? Yeah. And we didn't listen, so we ended up developing in Johnstown. <laughs> and, well, and, that's, and it's funny, too, because the, the Native Americans did. They had um, Conemaw is actually, oh, it's a Delaware word. Delaware I think it's a Delaware word. Yeah, word. Del it means right. Otter Creek, yep. right? Otter so they Creek, had, and right. that's Conemaw Old Town. Mm -hmm. So what we know is Old Conemaw was their initial settlement in, mm -hmm. in this area after they had returned to the valley. Right. But you're right, like the, uh, the Native Americans, they also um, hunted along mm -hmm. the, uh, the hillside a, there yeah, with the inclined plain. This was basically a migratory river for the end. They trapped a lot. Yeah. Uh, this was their basic their trapping line, and mm -hmm. they, you know, but there's so many stories out there about the Native Americans in this region, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, you have, there's just a lot of history. But when the yep. steel mills came to town, it was like, it was truly the American expansion of all of mm -hmm. us. I mean, it was, but to see the people who lived at the, you know, Rosedale Village. Yes. And I've seen pictures of, they were basically cardboard boxes. Yeah, it was uh, not good yeah, conditions. Basically, Rosedale was a work camp. Mm -hmm. You know, that was basically what it was. And um, there were, there's a quote from this Howard University professor, uh, Dean Miller. Right. That's, uh, I, I've read that before. Go, yeah. go ahead, sorry. <laughs> and, and he, th this, this kind of breaks your heart. He says, it does. He says, I have seen them in alleys. I've seen them in shady places. I have witnessed the poverty and distress of cities in this country. But I can truthfully say that it has never been my good fortune or misfortune to look upon such pitiable conditions as what prevailed in Johnstown. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is such a shame. And I know, you know, at that point in history, you're talking about, you know, the, it was the Jim Crow era. Sure. Really. And, and, you know, Josh, I think it's, it's you know, a hundred years ago really isn't that, you it's know, not, It's not back. as far as it seems. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we have a little sliver of ground there our, that our, uh, our group owns mm -hmm. uh, there along and and it's kind of a dream of mine i don't know whether we can make this come to pass or not but to actually make a little maybe a uh to, to put a historical uh review there so that people can actually see what took place and maybe to to, to make a um uh you know reenactment like of, of what was a memorial yeah and uh set up a museum to and and, and show exactly what it was like back yeah. then That's something like that, that I, I encountered while I was writing, uh, you know, my story and my colleagues have encountered is that unfortunately there isn't a lot of, of recorded history right. for mm -hmm. the, the black residents that were here long ago. You know, it's, yeah. it's a lot of passed down stories, but unfortunately there aren't a lot of people well, who remember that far back that, right now. Right, Josh, not just that. It's, it's a lot of negative stuff. Okay? Mm -hmm. and, and, and nothing against tourism in Johnstown, but the, the, we always want to promote the positive. Mm -hmm. And very, so very often, the negative stuff is always kind of pushed aside. All right? mm -hmm. People are freaked out. They don't want to talk about the problems that it faced Johnstown. Okay? Yes, we've had floods, many floods, mm -hmm. not just three. You know, we've had floods 
Ever we, since we've had we've, three major floods, well, but there yeah, was well, the you story know. is there might have been more major floods before like thirty six. Okay, because there was no river wall. It was basically right, yeah. and, and and the story. Well, and I've, I've, I've read, seen the photos. Every I mean, spring, right? And in 19, the roads were the like winter, right there. And if you look at some pictures we have from AccuWeather, I found them. It shows the winter, the storm of thirty six, mm-hmm. the winter storm, where the snow was eighteen feet deep. Mm-hmm. We got photographs of it. But yeah, every year prior to 36, there was always a lot of rain, a lot of snow melt. Mm-hmm. And without that flood protection there, Johnstown was flat. There was mm-hmm. no, you know, so the river itself was just, and people were used to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be three or four feet deep. Yeah, you, you just hiked city. your, your they pants they didn't, off. Didn't care, <laughs> right. But we know that um, all this history in Johnstown, it needs to be preserved. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know, the the minorities, all mm-hmm. right, were treated, we've heard this. Right. You know, the Irish, they're the ones who built the Horseshoe Curve, mm-hmm. all right, with picks and shovels. And many, many died. You don't hear about that, you mm-hmm. know. The, the, the black community that was here, and they were treated like dogs. Dogs mm-hmm. were treated better, okay. We know that happened. Um, and we look at the, the whole idea of still construction, you know, and you talk to any old timer, they'll tell you, we had the recipe for the best steel in the world, mm-hmm. okay? You know, and then when the old timers are gone, that recipe dies with them. Mm-hmm. But again, there's just a lot of history there. We look at um, Hoden Avenue and working with the University of Pittsburgh, a good friend of ours, he does geology. Oh, really? And we're actually, it is, I mean, I'm not that educated in geology, but if you hike Hoden Avenue, the whole length of it, there's cutoffs along the, the cliff yeah. edge. You can actually see the Cambrian, the different levels. Okay? Who's who's the guy at I, the university? Is it Steve Lindbergh? Yes. Yeah, okay. I just awesome. I just hiked yeah. with Steve uh-huh. Lindbergh yeah. on. Uh, I, I think that's his name, Steve. Steve. Lindbergh. Yeah. Lindbergh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hiked with him before uh, before Christmas. We right. went out on four oh three, and he showed me the layers of the rock and. Right. We specifically talked about the Royal Hannah limestone, which yeah, the le- yeah, right. it's super it's, like. It's very specific to mm-hmm. this area. Right. It's like 350 million years uh-huh. old. And he told me that uh, you know this limestone is unique because it, it's this mix of different materials that you don't usually see. It's actually all. It's got so much quartz. It's almost sandstone. Right, but right. because I can't remember what defines it, but because of some one of the other materials, mm-hmm. it's limestone, and it was formed back when he told me when the continent, the North American continent, was south of the equator. Right. It's believed that this this area was an inland sea, mm-hmm. and that's what it's it's the right. sediment that washed mm-hmm. across the floor for right. millions right. of years that brought that created that limestone. Mm-hmm. And then whenever um, I've talked about this on the podcast before, I think it's so cool though is that whenever Pangaea formed, mm-hmm. that's how we got the Appalachian Mountains. Right, was just the, those continents colliding. Colliding, right? Plus you had the glaciers from north coming down, but mm-hmm. like he showed me on Hoden Avenue. I didn't know this. I'm, I mean, I've hiked it my whole life, yeah. and I never gave it no thought. You know that there's all these different levels that are mm-hmm. exposed geologically in That's time. That's cool. I didn't know that. And you can see, yeah. And he talked about the Cambrian level yeah. and all this and how. And there's also what they did uh, when they built um, the river protection through the city. Mm-hmm. They had to dredge out the river. Okay? Right. So when as they were dredging it, all the field that they took out ended up. Uh, if you look at the stone bridge right now, behind the stone bridge, yeah. we always call it the fossil dumps. And there's tons of fossils oh. there. And I always thought they were just there. No, they were put there when they dredged out the river. Oh. Steve told me, 
you could go there also. Um, Is that on the incline plane side? Right, yeah. Okay. You know, the, the old road up the Bronx Town. Okay, yes. Right at the Stone Bridge, there's a road there. Yes, you yeah, it's, it's abandoned now. Right, yeah, you go up that road, and it's on the hillside. You can go there, and there's just tons of ferns and men to pay. Wow, I didn't all, know yeah, that. Yeah, tons of fossils. But, that is cool. But they're all over the city. There's also a place in Stackhouse where they had put, you know, the, the landfill from the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot of geological history in it, you know, as well, like you said, in the city. Um, but well, especially Stephen, on Honan Avenue, I didn't know that. That's, <laughs> well, I, like, right. that's, I have to admit, I have, I've never hiked it. It's one mm-hmm. of those ones that, uh, you know, it's always been on my list to, to get to at some mm-hmm. point. And I, honestly, until I started talking to you guys, I didn't know where it was at. I would look up maps and I'd look and oh, be like, oh, it's me. here, here, and here. People and then I would drive right. around and I'd right. be like, where, Where is, is it? Well, now that you can uh-huh. make a loop, uh, hey, Josh, right. you have no excuse anymore. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know if I can do a 15-mile <laughs> loop, though. <laughs> now, also, on um, what we've done, in the, you know, over the years, we've curated at the part, we get to the Upon Avenue at the breast of the dam. We have our Veterans Memorial there, mm-hmm. uh, which is dedicated to all veterans okay. of Cambria County, you know, the Laurel Highlands. And we made a, a focus on it for the veterans who have PTSD. Okay. Okay. And, and I tell folks, you know what? I got veterans who live up on the mountain. Okay. They have PTSD. Mm-hmm. They're happy. They're content. These guys will come down to the memorial and they'll sit there and they'll just be. Can you describe the memorial? Like what? What is it? It's basically we have benches there. We have three flags. You mm-hmm. know, POW American PA flag. Okay. And we just have a post up for every major war or conflict. Okay. Going back to the Spanish American War, wow. Civil War, and we actually have the name tags of the individuals who want to be remembered. Okay. You know, and if you're a veteran and you're listening or a family member, you can contact our office and we'll tell you how about getting a tag made for your loved one to put on a memorial. And how can people contact you guys? Um, they can contact us at uh, 814-241-6123. Okay, and, and your website too, right? right. www.lhhv.org. Okay. Easy. But we also have, um, oh my gosh, Paulette, we've had Indian reenactments at, at the dam. We've had, we do educational seminars right. throughout the state. I mean, that's, I have been to Hinkston Run, you know, mm. Reservoir. I mean, it is beautiful up there because it's, it's mm. in between the two hills, right? You've got East Taylor on one side and, Middle Taylor on the other, uh-huh. and you've got the reservoir in the middle. And I mean, it is just, it, it's huge. You wouldn't expect to find this no, massive no. body no. of water yeah, down there. And I have to say, Josh, you know, if you're doing the loop, the, our Veterans Park is a, is really a nice halfway point, you know, to, mm-hmm. to sit and have a picnic. Uh, you know, we've, we've yeah. done a lot of planting of flowers there, and, and the benches are really nice, and, and the view is really beautiful. And uh, the, uh, the, the Hingston Dam, you know, the lake, uh, mm-hmm. Is, is right there where you can see all the uh, uh, beautiful ducks and the in this in yep. the uh, we have um, eagles there now. We've no, really? had some eagles. Oh yes. man! I, listen, I get so excited whenever I hear about the bald eagles that have returned to this area because yeah, I remember that's awesome. Yeah, we never right? had them. No, now they're coming back. My that's whole life, I've you know mm-hmm. you might have seen a hawk here and there, and mm-hmm. now it's like. I don't know, every other month, every three months or so, mm-hmm. I'll catch like the sight of an eagle, whether it's while I'm driving somewhere in the area or I'm in the city or, and that, that's just so exciting. 
What's cool, it's kind of like a nice country place too where you can bring your fishing pole and yes. catch some fish. And uh, it's it's just a really nice, like I said, a halfway uh, point where you can sit right, so, and, and enjoy it's three, nature. 3.5 miles from the start of Honan Avenue right. up to uh -huh. the dam. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah and I know, I, know oh, I went to Conemaugh Valley, so I, I knew... I, I mean, I fished myself at uh, the Hingston Run Reservoir. Yeah, stories. there are some big ones in yeah. there. <laughs> I heard many of stories. You guys would skip on lunch breaks. You guys would leave school. Oh, that breaks. wasn't me. That, uh, that wasn't you. No, <laughs> no. I knew I knew people who did do that. Oh, but uh, I got family members who did. I hear them all the time. Oh, really? But, yeah. But uh, you know, yeah. there is. It's it's actually a really secluded location, and it is tranquil. Mm -hmm. um, Merlot. Tranquil is a good word for yeah. it. Yeah, Merlot Corporation, they have a, um, a lot there right next to the dam on the western flank mm -hmm. where there's about 100 acres, and he has donated that land for us to use to build a, an active, a, a conservation area. Okay. But it's going to be interpretive, meaning um, I'm not going to recreate the world, but I'm going to be doing a mirror image of what Pittsburgh did, basically taking an area um, and... A lot, you know, and the trails are being built now by the, um, oh, the fellow who did the incline trail. Oh, Mike Cook. Mike Cook. I just yeah, had him right. on a few episodes right. ago. Right, <laughs> you know, Mike is helping us out. Mike is actually, him and his guys are, you know, mapping it out, and they're mm -hmm. going to be making a trail on that location. Okay. You know? Now, will that connect to the, yes. the Whippy Trail? And, yes. Okay. They're all, they're all connected. They're all interconnected. Right. Well, the, basically, we have the Whippy Trail is on the eastern side of the dam. Um, what we call the Eagle Trail is in the back of the dam. It kind of connects the two sides, and then you come back on Waterfall Road, okay. which is part of Honan. Right, and, and that, all, that's all the connected. middle Taylor side. Right. Okay. Right. So how do you guys keep up with this? I mean, this has got to be a lot of maintenance. It to, is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, you know, everything, cutting grass every week. Yep. I mean, it is a lot of work. It really is. But we, I do it because, I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to give back, and I want to preserve our history, mm -hmm. and I want to be able to help our veterans, um, you know, because they – are being forgotten mm -hmm. they really are you know it's it's uh, especially now coming back you know we, we came back from right. the middle east you know and uh, i was over there and i can tell you it messes you up mm -hmm. a lot of people don't get it if you're not a veteran or you have no family member who's a very a lot of people they just don't get it right you're here on tv it's hard it it's hard to get you know I mean, it, it I, is it, it's and these guys i've citizen. had people like we also do food drives where we feed yeah. the veterans who are homebound or the ones up on the mountain okay yeah. And and I'm telling you, folks, they absolutely have you know they have it bad. Yeah. And then people, you know, so it's. Um, it's nice. It's nice that you guys actually made a, a memorial for mm -hmm. them. That way, you, they can, like you said, mm -hmm. you've got veterans that come in and, and they can use it as a tranquil mm -hmm. place to, to kind of sit and right. reflect and, and, and as find a side some note peace. too, I have to make a note. I promised I would mention this. Um, the property is owned by CSA. Mm -hmm. Cambria Somerset, okay? Right. Yeah, they've been wonderful. Oh, they've good. Been the waterfall, good. and I mean, I, I, I have to say, I mean, whether or not you listen to me or not, but do not, do not jump off the waterfall, right. okay? I mean, I personally have known people over the years who have gotten hurt really That's bad. terrifying. It's not exactly now, a big area. And people think this hole is deep. It's not deep. Oh. It's been filled in from the floods, okay? Yeah. And, there, and I had a camera a couple years ago I put down in there. I mean, there, there's rebar sticking straight up. Ooh. There's, you know, you jump in, you hit that, you're dead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, last year, somebody had a kayak and they took it over the fall. Then they put it on YouTube. 
oh my gosh, come on, you know? Jeez. And that's um, for, for our listeners, if you're not familiar, uh, the Hinkson Run Waterfall is actually kind of a, a famous um, picturesque area around here. Tons of people visit it. Uh, you know, yearly. I, I actually, for the first time in my life, I was there about two years ago because uh, I knew of it, but I didn't know how to get to it until I was coming up Benchoff Hill Road one day. And I went, well, what's that waterfall drive? Yeah. <laughs> and right. me and my wife, we went down and went, oh, this is it. This is the place. This is a 100-year-old waterfall. Right. You know, it's, it was there long before, uh, uh, I, you know, as a child and long before that. Mm-hmm. And uh before World War II, you know, yeah, it the existed. dam was built back in the 1800s. I read this the other day. Okay, it was built like in the late 1800s, um, even before Bethlehem was there. Yeah, it, I forgot exactly who had it, but they built it. And what's funny is it was 160 feet deep. Okay, that's deep. That's very deep. Today, for a dam. today it's only like maybe 60 feet deep. Okay? okay, and that's because of all the years of all the sediment. From upstream, washing in right. Yeah. And they never dredged it. Okay, yeah. There was never a need to dredge it. But then, uh, like I said, when Bethlehem moved in, it was a main source of water for right. the steel mills. Yeah. Well, you figure that Hingston Run continues mm-hmm. to run down through there, through what was Rosedale, and it comes out and it spills into uh, what is over there? Um, I don't know. Is that the? Would that be the confluence? Yeah, that would that would that would be the the Conmore River. Yeah, it comes right there by the bridge at St. Stephen's. Right, I had to think if it was before or after the point. (laughs) It's after the point. Yeah, it's right by St. Stephen's Church. Right, across. Well, St. Stephen's is on one side. The bridge is there, Mm -hmm. and right next to the bridge, you can see the water. You can see it where it spills out. Yeah, it spills out. Okay, okay, and yeah, so just really fascinating stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I know there's a bit of an incline to the Honan Avenue trail, right? Yes. I mean, you, you've got to, unfortunately starting it's, in the valley yeah, and you're yeah. climbing the mountain. <laughs> yeah. you, how would you describe the, the difficulty of it? You know, you know, Josh, I, I, I got to tell you how the Honan Avenue, how the project was started. Okay. My husband who is now deceased, um, and I about uh, oh my goodness I guess this has been we're talking ten years ago. Mm-hmm. You know we live in in, in uh, Jackson Township, uh, Benchoff Hill. One evening, we decided we wanted to go to a restaurant down in Johnstown. Okay. And we had been uh, we had been fishing and having a a nice day outside. And I said to my husband, "Let's go down Honan Avenue and take a shortcut." <laughs> okay. We were in our pickup truck. And, uh, you know, my husband uh, was not born in this area. And, and I'm thinking it's still a viable road. Right. Like what you remember from what your What I remember as a child, you know, the beautiful. So we got into the truck. And, Josh, we got, I would say, halfway down there. And it was just, it was just impassable. Really? And in, in, in the like I said, the garbage and, and the, the condition that, that it was in. <laughs> we were halfway down there. Uh, I said, we need to turn around and go back. And my husband looked at me and he said, Paulette, we can't. It's a There's narrow no way road. to turn. So inch by inch, and I mean inch by inch, we made it down to the bottom. Sounds like a harrowing oh, journey. Yes. And... Uh, <laughs> When we when we went through, um, uh, you know, Minersville and down to the restaurant where we wanted to go, when we were finally sitting there eating, uh, the owner of the restaurant came over and said, 
man, you guys look like you've been working hard and, you know, what have you been doing? <laughs> and my husband said, we drove the Honan Avenue. We drove Honan Avenue to get here. And the restaurant owner said, no, you didn't. Impossible. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when I went home that night, I thought, you know, there's no reason that trail, that mm -hmm. road can't be like it was. Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually prayed about it. Seems like the Lord just gave us the resources. Yeah. People came, they helped. Uh, how, how did you guys get connected to, to work on this together? Well, we've always been uh, kind of the historical group in our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. okay. And um, Laurel Highlands Historical Village, uh, it's always been our vision to have a historical village mm -hmm. uh, in this area. but um, Kind of like Ligonier has? or Well, well, that was my actual vision. I used to work with Martha, mm -hmm. August Martha. And I interviewed him, this goes way back, but I had interviewed him one day, and, you know, and he told me, he said, Ron, would it not be great if we could take Cambria City and make it a Williamsburg, Virginia? And I was like, okay. that would have been phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, you're talking to come to destination, but that never happened. Yeah. But he always talked about, you know, preservation. He said, yeah. not the coal heritage, but everything else. Everything else. It's a very it, yeah. historically you know, rich we, we area. We talked about this melting pot. Mm -hmm. What does that mean, melting pot, okay? And when I met Paulette, we started the village concept, okay, and to preserve our heritage. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, and I was shocked at how many ethnic groups we really have. Oh, yeah. I mean, that have been here. There's so many groups. I mean, every, okay. every different country right, from so Europe. That, that, so, yeah, that is the melting pot. <laughs> yeah. But that's what we started upon. And then mm -hmm. Paulette had the idea about, hey, let's you know, look at Honan Avenue. Let's do something with it. I approached the city, and they're like, yeah, go ahead. You can... You know, make a trail up there yeah, and so, have at it. So who who officially owns Honan Avenue? Is it city is it a city road? Right. Okay. Yeah, the city, and I want people to be clear of this, because I get a lot of phone calls, but, you know, the city owns the road, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, folks, you got to remember, the city's working on a very small budget, okay? They're limited. Right. So Honan Avenue is going to be put at the bottom of the ladder, but... Especially because it, it's not... It's not used yeah, anymore for vehicle well, traffic. Well, it is right? used. Well, it is, well, but it's not as much. PennDOT got involved, and PennDOT said, look, it's open for vehicle traffic. Right. The speed limit is 15 mile an hour. And tr and trust me, that's even too fast, okay? Because <laughs> there's potholes on the road. I'm not going to kid you. There are potholes, okay? We, every year we got to fill them in, and we have to grade the road out. But yeah. it goes from Johnson Avenue, the city owns from the bottom up to um, Linkville. Linkville. Then no, past Linkville. Taylor, it yeah. goes up. It goes more up to like. Um, what, what's Linkville? Linkville is one of the side roads. You have you have Linkville oh. and then Waterfall Road that comes. Oh, down, right? okay. And they own past Linkville, and then Middle Terror owns the rest of it. Okay. So and then we got the bridge at the dam, which is in question because nobody owns it. Nobody right. wants to claim ownership of it. Well, it's because it's in not great shape. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Paula, you look like you were going to say something about uh, the the city's ownership. For yeah, I was just going to basically repeat what Ron said. Uh, I, I believe, uh, mm -hmm. am I correct, Ron? Middle Taylor owns about a third of the trail, or maybe a little less. Maybe a little less. Yeah. Maybe a little okay. less. And Johnstown yeah. owns it from the from uh, actually the, the the Cambry City section up. Um, and uh, I, I got to say, Middle Taylor has really 
bent over backwards, mm -hmm. you know, being kind us and helping yeah. us as well. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Beaver dam is now. Yeah, tell me about this one. beaver dam. So where, okay, well, where at on the trail is it? It's about it's about the three quarter mile mark. Okay? okay, so right before like the the waterfall. Way before the waterfall. Way before the yeah, waterfall. Yeah, okay. Before. But basically, that used to be the police rifle range. That's where they went to oh. qualify. Everybody used it as a rifle range. I mean, I okay. did as a kid. Well, then what happened was God's creatures, the beavers. <laughs> You know, after not being used, they, and I'll tell you what, they actually built, and I'd say it's about a good two-acre lake that they have built. Okay. It is really something to see, yeah. Josh. Beavers did it, yeah. yeah. The, and the, as I said, there was a, there was a club of uh, people that actually formed the right. club. <laughs> they just go the watch Avenue the Beaver Group, yeah. That's so cool. take pictures. That's, sure. I've never I've heard people, about that. I've had people call me and say, well, we'll just take a bulldozer. So you, you can't no. do that. No, you this gotta is, leave them alone. This is an act of God. You yeah. know I mean, <laughs> it's funny because you look over, you see the guardrail is in the, in their dam that they oh, built. Oh, really? And they, yeah, it's, it's kind of neat looking, but, um, and beavers are amazing. The they really are. What they can do. But yeah. I know actually the whole way up that hollow too. If you're walking a truck, you look down at the stream, mm -hmm. you can see the dams they built along Just the stream. Just little ones here and there. Yep. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> Up to the waterfall. Yeah, and there's actually a beaver dam right there at the waterfall, too, okay. that they built. So I know you guys talked about, um, uh, you know, your sign mm -hmm. that's there. It commemorates Rosedale, mm -hmm. right? It's right. a little mm -hmm. further past the, uh, the, the turnaround entrance. area. Yeah. yeah, the entrance. And then so we've got the beaver dam, we got the waterfall. Are, are there any other kind of... Um, I don't know, uh, special areas. In the back of the dam, the, the Eagle Trail in the back of the dam, right. there's a foundation, two foundations there that used to be a farm. And Paulette knows more about that, but it used to be a farm back here. And you can see the foundations, and they've actually... I couldn't imagine farming in that valley. <laughs> well, yeah, that was a weird part. It's all real steep people. They, they, they clear-cut it, and they yeah. formed it all. Uh, and now in the back wow. of the dam, there's a company, a husband and wife moved in, and they have a wedding uh, pavilion that they oh, rent out. Really nice folks. I mean, it's just, huh? but it's just like I said, it's secluded. You know, yeah. you wouldn't think at. Um, oh, it's because it's in it's in the right. upper valley uh -huh. to the and major like valley. <laughs> and another thing too, we're doing with, in the summertime, we do photography classes, conservation environment. We're covering a lot of the earth sciences that aren't covered in school today. Okay. Okay. And I actually have retired teachers who help me do oh, the classes. Neat. And then Penn State gets involved. They're going to come down and they're going to have their students do presentations. Nice. And once we get the conservation center open, the interpretive part, then it'll be, I'm encouraging teachers to come, bring their children there. It'll be a hands-on lesson. That's, I was just about to ask you guys if you have any projects that you're working on right now with the Honan Avenue Trail or, or the Hingston Run Basically, Dam like or, you just said, it's upkeep. Every year yeah. we have to upkeep, pick up garbage. Um, and it breaks my heart that we, and originally we had signs made up. Um, a young lady from Catanning had painted some signs, mm -hmm. like, you know, a, a picture of a beaver, yeah. the type of wildlife that you're going to see along the road. Okay, kind of like a guide. Were, and these were all hanging up along the trail. Well. Yeah. They lasted what, Paulette, about a month, and yeah. we had we had maps on too. People stealing them, throwing them in a the garbage. And you know, Josh, right now it's just it's just a dream or a vision that we'd like to have a replica of the old Rosedale Village, um, you know, uh, that it existed 
back in the, in the 20s. Um, but if there's anyone listening mm -hmm. that knows anything about that history, maybe through their family or some stories, we'd really appreciate them getting yeah. in, in contact with us. And uh, we could use some help with that. Yeah. You know, like anybody that has any any contribution at all, whether it would be a story or uh, just Photos anything. would be nice. Yeah, we, yeah. Need, yeah, we you know? need photos. Like, yeah, like photos. You said, photos would be wonderful. Like you said, Josh, it's... It's, it's, like, ju it's just not there. Well, it's like it's just gone. I worked in radio. Um, I, I did, like you, I did a, a segment one time. I said to the folks, if you have pictures in your attic yeah. that are collecting dust, donate them. Mm -hmm. You know, to the, to the, at that time, to the flood museum, okay? But still, it's like... It's like on Rosedale, there's nothing out there. There really is. You go isn't. online, you'll find three pictures, yep. maybe four. Well, and I know that was um, <laughs> so nothing. I mean, in uh, Clea and Leah's book, there's mm -hmm. a picture of the old, old Rosedale school, mm -hmm. right? See, and it, I mean, it's just like a wooden shack. It was a two room school. Yes, I've yes. Seen and I, you know, I contacted uh, Clea. I was like, Hey, where can you send me that photo to run with this story? Right. And she told me that she got the photo from the daughter of a pastor named Jarvis and I, I can't think of his first name now but unfortunately since the publication of the book in 2003 mm -hmm. the whole family has passed away right nobody knows what happened to that photo mm -hmm. luckily I can't remember who was able to I think um Barb Zabarowski up at Penn Highlands actually managed to have a copy of it and could send it to me. Mm -hmm. And then I got some photos of uh, some of the kids that used to attend Rosedale mm -hmm. from the Johnstown Area Heritage, Heritage Association. Mm -hmm. So that really helped you know, build that up. But yeah, there, it's, that's it. I was able to find yeah. three photos of saying. a neighborhood that existed prior right. to the year 1900. Mm -hmm. I think, because uh, the Rosedale was initially European immigrants. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of transitioned more into a black neighborhood, and then it became became predominantly that. Mm -hmm. um, and, but it's just it is it's unfortunate that that history yeah. is, is just gone. And I'm just wondering. I don't think it's gone, Josh. I think that history is still a lot there, like the okay. Dead Sea Scrolls. And we yeah. always say yeah, that, you just got to find it, you know, <laughs> or even Oak Island. The concept that history is being rewritten every yeah. day. Okay. And I believe in someone's attic, there are photographs. There has to be. There has to yeah. be. There I has agree. to be something out there. I said for years that, you know, that knowledge is out there. Yeah. Um, and to preserve it. Because, you has got to have people to come you forward. Know, I agree with you. I looked up online. I spent hours looking for Rosedale. And it was like three pictures. Yep. And then the school come up. And that makes four. Okay? And I'm like, wow. You know? Yep. And I could kick myself because as a kid, every day I was up there walking and you know, playing. Okay. Right. Would you, that, and the, if I had a video camera, that would have been awesome. Right. I mean, you know, you know, there is some video online showing the Coke ovens in operation, yeah. not Rosedale. But the Coke ovens. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I and should explain neat. what happened to Rosedale was, mm -hmm. uh, you know, after, like mm -hmm. Paulette said, there was the, uh, the 1923 incident and, um, you know, a lot of, of the black residents, they just left town because they were facing yes, and, serious repercussions. And the reason for that, Josh is uh, one of the constituencies of uh, of the uh, uh, Mayor Caulfield's uh, his uh, terms were the Ku Klux Klan, mm -hmm. and their crosses could be seen burn burning I remember reading all about that. over yeah. Honan Avenue and down through the city. Yep. So, um, such a shame. You know, there again, uh, anybody that can contribute any of that information through photos or uh, uh, just any kind of documents, mm -hmm. we'd really appreciate that because. Um, uh, what is the saying? Uh, history 
without study in history, you're doomed to repeat. Oh yeah, yeah. To repeat it is is to to fail. And, you know, I get, I get, you know, it's history, okay? yeah. and I tell people, you know, it's history. It's not that it's negative. It's a part of it's our timeline. Yeah. Okay? Going back, you know, and then people say, I love this one. Did Joe Johns really, was he really the founder of Johnstown? Mm-hmm. No, he's not. He was just the one who did the paperwork. Right. Okay? I mean, if you look he's at that. He's the one, he had, uh, if I remember correctly, yeah. it was um, uh, Penn, William Penn, Penn. William Penn, right. Deeded mm-hmm. him the land. Deeded him the land, right. Because he, I can't remember how the two were connected, mm-hmm. but he, he just happened to own the property yep. here. Mm-hmm. And he's uh-huh. the one that, that initially. I just find it amazing that five families owned everything you see here. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, you figure back then though there wasn't much to own; it was just trees. It was just trees, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which and and uh, like I was saying, uh, so what happened to Rosedale was, um, uh, on top of the the residents leaving, mm-hmm. um, you also got to a point where Bethlehem asked asked them to to vacate the property because they wanted to use it for a slag dump right, and some right. other uses connected to the company, and mm-hmm. so because it was just shacks. You know, you, the wood falls apart or was tear, torn down, and, and the rest of the valley just kind of went back to nature. So there's mm-hmm. no trace of the actual neighborhood there. Well, I think after the 36 flood, too, there are some there's footage out there, some photographs that will show, you know, mom and the kids in a shack on the okay. hillside, okay? Well, we know that after the flood, there was, you couldn't live in Johnstown. So every hillside around, including Rosedale, mm-hmm was being populated by people that lived in the city. And they had these makeshift you know, cardboard box homes, I call them. You know, and they yep. were like, it was just to keep the weather out. Uh-huh. But Paulette, you've got a, a stack of paper there. What, yeah. what, else, what else can you share with us? <laughs> well, I, I was just looking through some of these, um, these things here. Um, something interesting is that uh, this, this racism and bigotry actually peaked in the 1920s. And um, they actually had a mass gathering and gathering and called it Clan Day, Jeez. <laughs> which mm-hmm. actually attracted fourteen thousand people from all over Western Pennsylvania. Wow! Uh, and it's and in some of these initiations, four thousand people from Cambria and neighboring Somerset and Westmoreland counties came. Uh, and thank God, eventually the la- the Klan lost its appeal. Mm-hmm. But by 1929. The, the uh, local clan was all but gone. That's uh, good. But uh, uh, going back to Rosedale, it actually this actually uh, spans, spans the time when 2,000 African Americans who were forced out of Johnstown, uh, no one ever, you know, what happened to these people? Mm-hmm. You know, where did they go? Um, like I said, probably the darkest time in Johnstown's history, Josh. Yeah. So I just think it's interesting too, Paul and Josh. You look at Johnstown. A- again, people don't think about this. Prospect, Kernville, Cornerstone. Mm-hmm. That was the richest part of Johnstown. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moxham right. too. Moxham right. too, right? Doctors that turned they lived yeah. there. Okay? A lot of the a lot of the mill right. bosses lived then there. Then I said after the thirty six flood. And the incline being built, and yep. then they started to develop Westmont. Yep. All the rich people from you know, and then all they these houses up. were left, and that's why I get on Facebook um, on some of the sites people talk about these houses, and it is a shame. A lot of these houses are mm. really. I mean, they're so ornate. They're, 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 they're these oh, Victorian they're gorgeous, mansions, yeah, basically. And they're just tearing them down like it's yep. nothing. I mean, and they're beautiful. 
Yeah, they're really, it's just, really they've beautiful. fallen into such disrepair. But it blows my mind to see somebody. That, I looked up in the um, the courthouse. The prices of these houses when they were built. I mean, like what? five thousand bucks yeah. for a mansion. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, and, it, it's got three bathrooms and, yeah. and five bedrooms <laughs> and a four thousand square foot, uh-huh. you know, footprint. And swimming pool and it has the, yeah. major, the, the elevator. Oh, yeah, just it's amazing. But yeah. these houses were that was the. The hospital in Johnstown, the yep. rich people lived there, you know? Yep. And like you said, this was absolutely, um, uh, a, 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 what do you call it, the cl- not a club, but the steel mills, you know, mm-hmm. they, they owned the houses. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 the houses, company owned. The company owned yeah. houses, right. But yeah, there's a lot of history in Johnstown. I think that, um, you know, people, you know, they don't teach it in school no more. It's not mm-hmm. being taught like it used to be taught. Yeah. And there's, and there's just so much history here. Hey, I agree with you, and then that's. I'm glad you guys are involved in in this kind of stuff, and I'm glad you're you're here to, um, you know, preserve these stories and, and to be able to share them. You know, especially with uh, you know with our listeners, especially about Honan Avenue, since it's. I mean, it's it's like a little secret you know, <laughs> tucked yeah. into the hillside. And I'm working with Gold Prospectors, the association, and I did some research on it. There was a gentleman, like, I'm not going to say who, but there was a farmer, Somerset County. Back in the 1920s, 30s, okay. it's in the newspapers, okay? He actually found $1.2 million worth of gold. Now, it's placid gold, okay? But the idea is there is gold around here. And what he found, there was a course vein. It was between Route 30 and North Fork Dam, up okay. on the eastern flank of the mountain, okay? On the Laurel Ridge. And he found it. He got rich off of it. Okay. And I start working with Steve, and I asked Steve about that. Oh, yeah, there's gold here. Yeah, you just got to get to it. You got to find it, right? <laughs> I was going to say that sounds like. Uh, have you guys ever heard about the story about the? I can't remember what it's called. It's in Thomas Mills. There's an old legend yes. about a guy who supposedly witnessed like a uh, um, treasure dump, right. and and then there were when he went back to steal the treasure from the guys who put it there in this cave. Uh, there were two demons that were protecting the cave. Right, yeah. But yeah it, I mean, it's written about in the old Johnstown Tribune, like the Pittsburgh yeah, Post Gazette yeah, yeah. picked it up. And mm-hmm. that, that's a whole other thing. At some point, I'm going to do... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do a podcast, and, and uh, me and, and Mike Cook are actually going to go out right. to Thomas Mills and hike around and see if we can send it uncover some blew. stuff. I was a director up at Roaring Run Scout Camp, and for years at camp, I was a Boy Scout. Okay? But we always heard the story. And it's actually... There are caves up there behind the Jerome watershed, okay? Okay. The dam. There's caves up in there that we found. Okay. And that's another thing. If you don't, again, today kids don't play like we used to. Right. That, lo- that was our playground. I know. We, we, always, <laughs> we would find caves and all that, you know? And you would and go you, explore, if right? If you go up on, another day, if you go up the hiking trail from Sword, yeah. where it starts at, yeah. Laurel Ridge, you go up to about the four mile mark. Okay. Okay, five mile mark. You'll come to these huge rocks, boulders, okay? Yeah. There's an overlook there. You mm-hmm. can see all the Indian carvings that are still there on the rocks. That's why oh, they right. call I've Indian. never noticed them. That's there. why they call them Indian rocks. But there's still, yeah, there's a lot going on. And also, we work, We did the paranormal event every year, which we're merging with our festival now. But real quick, Stan Gordon, or yeah, Stan calls me up a lot, okay? You know, and he does all the Bigfoot stuff in you know, mm-hmm. PA. He said, it is unbelievable the amount of activity people are seeing. And I always thought Bigfoot, yeah, whatever. But back in the 70s, my relatives actually saw Bigfoot oh, in geez. Cover Hill. Look it up. It's there. And it, it, they, they said a lot of people saw it. It went from Cover Hill down to Franklin across, and it ended up at Carnival Valley Schools, okay? 
and every, uh, there's at least 30 people that saw this thing and they said it was huge. Oh, okay. You, know, <laughs> you have to look it up. You know, but, yeah. Yeah. but again, there's so much history out there. Yeah. And I'm always telling people, we just want to preserve it, you know. Yeah. And with Honan Avenue right there alone, they're just an un unbelievable amount of history. You can, you know, you can walk down to the ovens. Yeah. Um, and you can look and see, take your kids there and show them. Um, yeah, because the, the Roselle property, if I remember, you're talking about the Coke oven, yeah, right? Yeah, Coke oven. It's right. owned by the Johnstown Redevelopment Authority, mm -hmm. I think the land is. Right. So you can, you can kind of check it out. You can mm -hmm. see. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's from what I understand, it's super overgrown. Mm -hmm. you know, but I guess right now would be a good time to go in the middle yeah, of winter. Neat, right there at Rosedale, but between Prospect and Rosedale, on top mm -hmm. of the one hill, yeah. they mined, they quarried out the rock that was used in the stone bridge. Oh, really? Yeah, and there's that's actually, awesome. and I saw it, I hiked up there, and there's actually a pulley system that's still there partially that they okay. used to, you know, to, to, to hoist the rocks the... down, down yeah. to the bridge. You know? Nice. And Paulette, you were going to say something? Um, no, I was... <laughs> <laughs> well, we could talk forever. We could I talk, know, right? We <laughs> could talk forever on, on some of this stuff, but uh, I was laughing because... Um, uh, when Ron was talking about Bigfoot and Sasquatch and some of the paranormal things that uh, happened, um, I don't know if anyone, with, with Stan Gordon, the uh, Kecksburg incident, yes. which happened yeah, in, with, with, the, with the flying saucer. Yeah, not and, far from here. Uh, well, exactly 24 hours after the Kecksburg incident, a similar incident happened up on top of Chicory in Jackson Township. <laughs> that's the first so I've heard of that. That's, that's why, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's documented that um, and, and we've talked about it. The people are still uh, still with us that really? experienced it, and uh, <laughs> that's what I was chuckling about. But uh, that's interesting. Um, I know yeah. I'd, I'd never well, I knew about Kecksburg, but mm -hmm. I had never heard. Which for our listeners, um, <clears throat> there's actually there's a, a monument in Kecksburg of yes. a acorn shaped right. what what is believed was a. Uh, uh, an alien spaceship mm -hmm. yeah. and, and nobody's really sure what exactly it was they know that it crashed there and they know that the government was involved in the cleanup but nobody knows exactly what right. happened there's a lot of stories and myth sure. around it but I, mm -hmm. I didn't know that there was yeah, a follow-up well Josh I believe there are at least five families living up on top of uh, Chicory up there at the top of Jackson yeah. Township up close to 22 that I think it was either 24 hours or within 48 hours after mm -hmm. the Kecksburg incident um, Similar, similar uh, uh, actions. Similar things actually happened uh, with uh, UFOs and uh, <laughs> things that were just unexplainable. Man, I'm going to have to track you know, these people down. I'm going to see if I can talk if, to if, them. About yeah. what, we, what we do with our group too, like we teach the kids astronomy and all that. Yeah. And and I tell them, look, you know what? Yeah, I believe in God. You know what? But I believe that, and I know it's true. You know, people say, oh, it's an illusion, but. 1975, we launched two satellites, mm -hmm. okay? Voyager 1 and Voyager 2. Mm -hmm. Just last year, Voyager 1 left our, just right. think about this. It, it, just it went left past the, the known yeah. edge. Yeah. Our, just our universe. Look how long it took the traveling. Oh, I know. I'm going, <laughs> I know. You know. And I tell people, you know, Hubble has just identified last year, one inch square of Hubble in deep space like what was it, four thousand universes in that one square inch? Yeah. Now we have a web, which I am grateful, and I mean I'm thankful to God, saying, "Oh man, I didn't want that thing to blow up." Yeah. <laughs> as expensive as it was, but yeah. now web is out there, and they're gonna, it's gonna be able to see the beginning of time. You know, mm -hmm. so far it, it'll be amazing. And I tell oh, yeah. people to think that we're the only entity there, 
And I really get wound up because I believe that, like, the Dead Sea Scrolls are being uncovered, new files, you know, new books. Right. You know, all these old books that are out there that talk about, I've been, I've been fortunate in the military to go to Giza, to go to Stonehenge, Easter Island, okay? And I'm telling you what, mankind did not build these megalithic temples, okay? We didn't do it. We didn't have the technology, okay? Especially Giza. I mean, mm -hmm. my, you know, unless you really go there and see it. Um, so the bottom line it. is, if you yeah. would like to come and hear about some of these extraordinarily, <laughs> yes, yes. extraordinarily right. interesting mm -hmm. things, come to our festival that we yep. have every mm -hmm. fall. And uh, Stan Gordon, who's a uh, world world renowned uh, author on some of this, you can come and hear uh, some yeah. of this. So and uh, and a lot of this is what's funding. You know our uh, your, our your operations, trails. our trails, and mm -hmm. yeah. So and so. What, where is the festival, and when is it? Uh, it's this year is going to be. We're hoping it's going to be the second weekend in September. Okay. At Duman Lake Park. Okay. And that's another lost treasure to people. It really is. What what's a Duman Park? Where's that at? Well, yeah. that, that's our county park. Where? Yeah. It's in Cambria County. Where? You know. Yeah. And it's just really a beautiful place. Oh, it's it's it a is. wonderful it, festival. Blackfoot Township, uh -huh. right? Uh, that'd be Black northern. It's, 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 yeah, it borders Black Lick. Yeah. And, okay. Um, but it's 271 north. Right. Up through the Annie Past the Krispy Kreme. It's, it's, yeah, it's past a, the Krispy Kreme, right. It's yeah. a wonderful uh, festival, Josh. Uh, we have hit, mm -hmm. uh, Civil War reenactments there. Oh, really? That are just, one. Of, you know, mm -hmm. they're, they're very unique. Um, and uh, we have uh, uh, just... The 16th uh, century, the... Um, mm-hmm. I'm brain dead. The folks who do the Renaissance, you know, the, oh, yeah, yeah. the true Renaissance. Not uh, the, I can't uh, think of what they're called. Yeah, um, I know exactly who you're talking about. They, they come up, they do their presentations. Yep. Um, this year, we're hoping to have around 400 reenactors come on That's board. so cool. We have some regiments, because now COVID is winding down. Yeah. We got regiments from Virginia, West Virginia. Lisa, this is New the York. second weekend in September yep. at and anybody, Lake County Park. Any students or anybody that thinks that history is boring, Come to our festival, yeah. and you will not be bored. Oh, and, your mind. and the food is really good. But all right, guys, thank you so much for for taking the time to talk with me. This all this information has been <laughs> amazing. So I really appreciate you sharing it with me. And uh, like I said on the phone the other day, hopefully in the next few months we can actually go and hike the Honan Avenue Trail ourselves. Fantastic. And, and we can do mm -hmm. a, a follow up uh, podcast interview. There so you go. appreciate it. Uh, and if, if people wanted more information, uh, go to your website. The website, right? lhhv.org mm -hmm. and then do you guys have social media or we're on facebook as well too as the laurel highlands historical yeah, village okay yes, yes. or lhhv okay on facebook. and again we're also we're always looking for volunteers right yes I mean, so that, if that somebody wanted to volunteer I mean, how could they reach out to they you they could guys? just call the, the office number um, okay the one you gave yeah, earlier two four one six one two three okay all right, guys. I appreciate it, Josh. Have yep. a great day. And you guys, yeah, too. Thank you for thank having you. us. Sure. That wraps up our episode of Hiking the Highlands. For more Tribune Democrat podcasts, visit www.tribdem.com backslash podcasts. Have a suggestion? Want to get in touch? You can email me at jbyers at tribdem.com. You can also follow me on Twitter. My handle is journo underscore Josh.